Danny, I just figured out that if I switch to Metro PCS, I get two Samsung Galaxy phones free. Cool, Dad. And I could be a super dad with two free Samsung Galaxy phones and call myself Double Galaxy Man. Or you could give the second phone to your sidekick. Yeah, I guess I could do that. That's right. Two free Samsung Galaxy On5 smartphones are all yours when you switch to Metro PCS. Metro PCS, wireless figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hello, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. How much do you love my theme music? It's pretty rad. It's sort of upbeat, but like a little sassy. Uh, I like it, mostly because I picked it. Uh, Anyway, hey guys, welcome. It's episode 14 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather Brooker, and it's October, which means Halloween is just around the corner. I cannot wait. I've already got Chance Halloween costume picked out, and now I just have to figure out what Chris and I are going to go as, which is... um, usually a challenge because of course in LA everybody goes way over the top with their Halloween costumes because they it's all very theatrical but also they have access to like professional makeup artists and hair people and stylists and all of that and so I'm like well I guess I won't go to the Halloween spirit store and pay $39.99 to dress up as a, a ketchup bottle Um, we definitely will not be doing that this year, but we will be dressing up and I will be posting the crap out of it on Twitter. So make sure you're ready for that. Also, because it's October and Halloween, I have a couple of guests on the show that are, um, big fans of horror and Halloween and whatnot. And one of them is my guest on the show today, Catherine Knipe. Kat has a podcast called Boys and Ghouls because she is a big, big Halloween fan and horror movie fan but also uh, you guys might recognize her because her she had a video and a photo go viral recently and I'm curious to ask her what exactly that did for her career as an actress if anything at all so you guys definitely want to listen for that information and what else oh speaking of actresses I too am an actor. <laughs> Don't know if you know that. I'm kind of a big deal. Um, but uh, I had a really big audition uh, this last week. And man, it was one of those like auditions that I have had um, a few of that are just like game changers. Like it could be, if I got this part, a life changing opportunity for me. And it's really frustrating as an actor because you never know when you go into those roles if they've already cast it. Maybe they've already offered that part to a big celebrity, somebody who's, you know, got more of a quote unquote name in showbiz. Or if they truly are considering you for the part and, um, you know, everybody sort of comes from nowhere. It's, a, you know, a pretty big myth, the overnight success and you know plucked off the streets of Hollywood kind of thing at least in my experience so when I get an opportunity like this to go out for a big part in a movie 
that has big names attached to it. I'm sorry being so shady and secretive. Um, I'm just pretty sure they're all listening to my show. (laughs) Um, I just, it's very exciting to me. And I try not to put too much pressure on myself. And I think, you know, a lot of times as actors, there's something, I mean, we want it so bad. We want that success and we want to be working actors so bad. And then when it doesn't happen, it's so heartbreaking and crushing. And, you know, it's it's hard not to get excited. It's hard not to get excited when you have big auditions. So uh, I, d- I went in. I did the best that I could do. If I get it, I'm going to stop doing the podcast and just let you guys know about it on um, my E! True Hollywood Story. Uh, do they even do those anymore? I don't think I've seen an E! True Hollywood Story in quite a long time. I'm going to look into that. Uh, Yeah. So while I do that, you guys sit back, relax, and listen to my interview with Kat Knipe. She is so much fun. She's a wealth of information about podcasting, horror films, and um, witches. Who knew? It's going to be a good time. Uh, So here is my interview with Kat Knipe. Joining me today in the studio... And I use the term studio lightly. <laughs> is uh, Kat Knipe, Catherine, aka Kat. We just had a, a fun conversation about what she prefers to be called. <laughs> Meow. Yeah. Um, first of all, congratulations to you on your pending nuptials. Thank you. That is so exciting. We're getting married in less than two months now. Wow. And you're going to try and dress us today. I'm going to my first fitting. I have I have chosen a dress. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's so that's pretty fun. Yeah. Are you gonna get drunk before you go? We will get drunk there. Okay, that's um, even better. I actually, it's funny. We when I went to try, and I'm not gonna say my fiance will listen to this podcast. I don't want him to know anything about my dress. So I'm not gonna say where. I went, but when my stepmother and I went to try on dresses the first time, we didn't have an appointment. We just kind of wandered into the store because mm-hmm. I wanted to try on dresses and they happened to have a, a cancellation. So we were like, whatever. And they fit us in. They were really sweet about it, but it was kind of rushed. Yeah. So this time I emailed them and I was like, hey, can we get like an experience this time? Yeah, they were instead like, of us uh-huh. rushing through. Oh, <laughs> yeah. how lovely. So champagne will be there. It will be oh lovely. Oh, my God. I miss that so much. Well, uh, I, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm realizing through this process, like, there are things that I'm feeling girly about. And one of those is, give me some bubbly and I'll I put know. on a dress. I think, I feel like it's the the time when even, like, the most, like, non-girly, non-pink wearing, you know, uh, girl can just you know, love a little bit of that girly. I I watched an episode of Say Yes to the Dress. I, I love it. It's my thing. Let it go. It's so great. Um, but uh, it's just fun. it's candy television. Yeah, whatever. Totally. It's trash, but I I love it. And there was a girl who came. It was Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta, which oh, is I far yeah. prefer to the New York one. It's so <laughs> much fun because all the people who work there are so sassy and they deal with crazy people. Right. And all the people from those tiny podunk towns in yes. Georgia are like, "Give me your biggest dress. Yes, I want and, a lot of beads. Uh huh. <laughs> and there was a girl who came in and she had on cowboy boots and she was like I'm gonna be wearing these boots um, oh, with my dress God. whatever I get and they got cow poo on them they gonna have cow poo on them and they were like do they have cow poop on them now and she was like <laughs> uh huh see right there and they were completely horrified 
So, but she ended <laughs> up, she was like, I don't really like getting dressed up. But then she ended up in a, they put her in a dress and she was like, I like this dress a lot. Like even her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Country ways. Fell away oh magically. God, I love it. <laughs> I remember trying on dresses and my mom just sobbing with each one. That's the one. And I'm like, no, no. No, mom. No, we're going to keep trying them on. And I found my dress pretty quickly, pretty early on in my wedding search phase. Yeah. But I still went to other places and tried on a bunch of dresses because it's the only time. Yes. Um. I mean, technically, it's supposed to be the right. only time that you. Unless get to you're do in that. an episode of Friends and you just pretend right. you're getting married and. Right. Yeah. Unless you're a serial divorcer, which in Hollywood yes. is sort of you know kind it's of cool to do that, I guess. Yeah. Um. It I, is a really fun time. I know. So you're um. Tell me a little bit about your fiance. My fiance. You guys have known each other since college, a right? A long time. Yeah. Yes. We um. His name is Alec and. And um, he is great. And we met, we became friends in college. Um, we met our freshman year of college, which was 2003. And mm. then um, and then started dating a couple of years after that. And, we, and then we had a break. And then we got back together in the summer of 2011. So it's mm-hmm. been four and a half years, something mm. like that. And he's great. And he works in television. He works uh, in the writer's room on Code Black, which will be premiering September 30th, and everyone should watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. I've been seeing um, promos for that. Marsha Gay Harden stars, and Luis yeah. Guzman is in it, and we who doesn't love him? He's yeah. great. And um, so he's very funny, mm-hmm. and he's very... Uh, Why I mean, he's is he in such a heavy drama, then? He... Uh, oh, Luis Guzman? Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I thought you <laughs> met your, your yes, fiancé. Yes, Alec is very funny. Okay. Oh, well... <laughs> It just kind of shook out that way. Actually, what I think is the best thing about the scenario is I love, I think one of the reasons you asked me to come on this podcast at this time of year is because <laughs> I love scary movies. Yes. I love everything horror. And Alec it, uh, doesn't do good with the gore. He doesn't oh. do too well with that stuff. So yeah. I have watched, I can't tell you how many movies, more than once because I watch it first to screen it for him and make sure he's going to be okay. Is it just like the blood and violence? Yeah. It's Or the suspense? It's uh, No, he likes the suspense. He gets really dramatic about it and even in like... Um, uh, like paranormal activity, like like movies that aren't gory, mm-hmm. he his skin crawls and he gets cr- crazy, but he can handle it. It's the blood. It, yeah. it, he just, he has a very hard time. Uh, it, it, the images stick in his head and get kind of compulsive. And I have my own things with that, but it's not that, it's not gore. So anyway, the grand dramatic irony of all this is that when he finally gets the opportunity to, to, to work write on, on a, a show, show. <clears throat> well, he's the, he's the writer's assistant. Okay. But um, he's having a great time learning and contributing and all of that and ideally will become staffed on yeah. something. Oh, that'd be great. But the but the subject the, matter. The grand joke is that he's on a show where he constantly has to talk and hear about medical emergencies yeah. and had to tour an emergency room at LA County Hospital. Oh my god. And they were like bringing in motorcycle accidents and all this stuff. But what's funny is he's actually come home now and started to tell me stories like, "Oh my gosh, we were talking about this thing today and I have to ask him to stop because it's 
disgusting. So he's, it's so and gross. And he's getting desensitized to okay, it. Okay, I was going to say, so he's sort of like embracing it a little bit more. It's and weird. Getting used the other to it. day, I was, the, the Evil Dead, um, the new Evil Dead TV show, which I'm so excited about, <laughs> the trailer came out, and I was watching it and just about in tears, just so happy because it feels so real and authentic to the original Is movie. Is Bruce Campbell in it? Yes, he's the star. <laughs> it's so happy. Chris it, will kill me for not knowing that. He'll be like, oh my God, why are you not that? You he's just a big, knew it. When? Just now, well, you just said like oh. Bruce Campbell's in it. No, right. I asked, is Bruce Campbell in yeah, it? Yeah, but you know who Bruce Campbell is. I do. See? Because of, you um, be proud. because of that show he did with that really hot guy in Florida. Oh my God, oh, Chris he is going to kill me again. No, no, no. He did um, Burn Notice. Briscoe, oh, uh huh. What were you going to say? And Briscoe County Jr., I think, I was the, Oh, well. He did Burn Notice, and yes. Chris was a big fan of that show, so we watched that a lot. So that's mostly why I know who Bruce uh-huh. Campbell is. You know how sassy he is. He's so funny. He's very funny. Yes. So he's so, going to be in the TV show, too. And I told Alec, I was like, hey, um, you, I wish I could show you this trailer. It's so amazing. He goes, oh, I saw it. Huh? It was great. And the trailer is brutal. Like, really? there's a lot of violence what in it. What channel is it going to be on? Oh, I don't know. Fox Chris is going to kill me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Chris, <laughs> where are I you? I should interview remember. that guy. He knows a lot more about uh, horror and scary things. When we first got married, he was, like, um, way more into the scary movies um, than I was. Yeah. And he probably still is. So on a, or He definitely still is. So I'm just like, huh. it's not really my bag. Yeah, um, it's I, not most people's bag. It's not, which is why I want to ask you, like, how did your, how did this sort of come about, this fascination with uh, horror? Well, I have theories, one of which, uh, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, that's why you like it. That's why you like Halloween, because your birthday is October 26th. So you associate October huh. with uh, with your birthday with and celebrating and, and stuff. And, yeah. and I think that might be part of it. And I certainly had my share of Halloween-themed birthday parties when I was growing sure. up. I have pictures, and it was magical. Channing's going to have a lot of Easter-themed because her birthday's oh, in April. fun. So there will be a lot of bunnies and Easter-y, springtime you know, birthdays in her future. Yes, so. and like, I don't know if it, this was the way when you were growing up, but Easter, my aunt always made a coconut cake shaped like a bunny like rabbit a bunny. Oh, so cute I saw those I on Pinterest it. and if I had half the skill that those Pinterest ladies have that I would make that was a really one. good potential for a Pinterest fail totally you know like a bun- the bunny ears or a like total, just like, like a watered up bunny rabbit just <laughs> <laughs> like a blob with coconut on it, it. yeah That'd but be it mine. would taste good um, but I you know my I, the best I can trace it to I, I had that experience most kids have where you see stuff you shouldn't see mm-hmm. way too early and it totally scars you Right. I mean, I think we all had that experience of like seeing, I don't know what it was for you or, but I know most people I know saw part of the exorcist or, you know, um, for, for some people it was, um, I've heard older people talk about, I think even Stephen King, maybe listening, being told they couldn't listen to like a radio show with their parents, but sitting outside the door and listening anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, and seeing it and then having nightmares and going like, why did I want to see that or whatever. Yeah. And so I certainly caught things like that before I should have and uh, got really scared by them. But I think there are two camps of people. People who see that stuff and go like, oh, God, I never want to feel that way. And people who see really scary stuff and it's like their pulse pounds and, and it's this experience. And then they go, can we go again? Yeah. And that's me. And um, also my mom had a huge passion for Halloween, the movie, John mm. Carpenter's Halloween, which is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we would curl up on the couch with a blanket and watch it. I know. It I'm sounds horrified. crazy. And my, my, I have an older brother, and he would watch too. And, and my mom would, 
it would be, I, it's hard to explain, but it was like watching something dangerous and scary, but being safe, knowing I was safe. Yeah. And having my mom go like, uh-oh, there he is. <gasps> and How old were you? I don't know. I've asked my were mother like this. Five? And she doesn't remember either. And But probably, you know, I mean, no older than seven or eight when this first happened. Yeah, probably yeah. younger. Wow. Uh, but it, I probably asked to watch it. And mm-hmm. by the way, she had her limits. Like, that movie is not gory yeah. at all. And my mom would would tell my brother, like, you know, he would, he'd seen The Exorcist. And she was like, don't you show your, that to your sister. And of course he did. Yeah, of And course. then told me about uh, how the devil was going to come through the window and, like, possess me and completely terrified me oh, okay. uh, and let me come and watch Tales from the Crypt but you him. found there was something in you that enjoyed that thrill and yeah. that excitement and I should clarify that um, for me I always gravitate toward um, spooky more than I do slasher gore. yes okay. I love slasher films now un- weirdly that's like my favorite sh- subgenre of horror um, I know it's crazy uh-huh. But um, my favorite, well, the reason I love Halloween so much mm-hmm. is all is mostly all the like kid oriented stuff. I yeah. love the Halloween specials. Um, what about like the supernatural element to Halloween, like the yes. witches and the oh, I love evil witches. side and all that stuff? I don't. Do uh, you think there are witches? Do you the, believe? Oh, in there witches? are definitely witches. Okay. I love witches. I mean, here. So, but witches don't mean what you, what most people think they mean. Uh, witches today, like actual people who practice the Wicca religion, yeah. are people who um, who believe in energies and being, uh, and they do spells, like crystals and shit. Yeah, it's oh, crystals, right. herbs, and it's all about it's all about good energy, nourishing your body. Um, they really do believe, like the movie, did you ever see the movie The Craft? No. A lot of the stuff they talk about in that movie is 100% accurate I make to, crafts. Yes. You're like, <laughs> no, why am I watching witch movies? Um, but it, they believe like any energy you put out, you get back times three. So uh-huh. you don't want to put out bad energy. Like witches are actually like basically hippies. Yeah. Who so love like, everyone. Glenda the Good Witch versus the Good Witch of the West. Uh-huh. So you want to be with the Glendas who are sure. putting out the good bubbles. Yes. The good energy. Definitely. But I do love a good, like, hook-nosed witch with words. I don't know that I necessarily believe in all that hoo-ha. Crystals and, like, spells and whatnot. Please don't cast a spell on me. I love that they believe in it, though. Yeah. Because it's not, like, they're not... It's not Satanism. It's no. like they're they are earthy and they believe in the earth and nature. The healing powers of yes, plants and it's very rocks. And, hippie. Yeah. It's really just hippy dippy when you get there. Down was to this it. Um, massage parlor in uh, Tulsa, and it was I like, like this story. I know <laughs> already. Settle in, and um, it was like called something like the not the golden eye that sounds weird i go in and it's all very you know patchouli-ish there's mm-hmm. lots of incense burning and they have like this wooden tub that everybody's sort of sitting in but you know only holds two people yeah and um it was there was a weird feeling there and i remember asking the lady like oh you know this is a really nice place how long has this been opened and she's like well i prayed to the something something and i was like the what huh and then she tells me that she's a witch and i was, I was about like, to say those are witches yeah, that you were yeah. with yeah. and i was like oh great <laughs> now i have to go to church <laughs> now, yeah. now i have to pray and cleanse my damn self no but i just thought i just remember thinking this is very weird and spooky and i have the heebie-jeebies um 
Amy Poehler says it best. Good for you, not for me. Oh, yeah. If you want to be a witch and you want to celebrate crystals and whatnot, good for you. Yeah. But it's not for and me. And that's what I love. And your sentiment that you're expressing is is 100% of the reason why I can't understand um, all this opposition to gay marriage and all of the things, really, because I'm just wildly liberal. And it, it, I, it boggles. Wildly. And I grew up in the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. So I know these people, but I don't understand the instinct to go, well, I believe this, so everyone else, you have to do what I say. Right. Like, that's what blows my mind is I go, like, you, okay, if you're spooked out by witches, by actual witches and all that stuff, and you go, like, that gives me bad vibes. I don't love that. Don't go to the Psychic Eye bookshop right. on Ventura Boulevard right. uh, or go there if you like it because yeah. um, it I've been is there. full of witches. Have you been there? It's right by Real Pros, the casting director. Yes. Bookshop, so I went in there one time to look around. And They've got holy time. water. Some lady um, that worked there yelled at me because um, I accidentally b- bumped into her car in the parking spot. Oh, she got out boy. and freaked out and then I was afraid she was a witch and I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> she probably was. I was um, like, oh, God. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, good for you, not for me. That's right. totally, I mean, I don't cast spells, but I think it's, I think it's really fun but it's not I don't it's not your vibe it's still a lot of work I actually looked into it and there's uh just out of curiosity I listened to a podcast that was called a witch's primer which not primer but it's a primer Primer. right and it was this it's this very like he's very gay and very oh it's a dude older it's a guy oh Oh, yes hashtag male witch (laughs) and he is talking about like all of the basics of witchcraft and it's all this very hippy dippy stuff it has nothing to do with um anti anything it all has to do with like how to like brew your potions and yeah and well and in the beginning of it he's talking about how you have like your toolkit you have you you have to consecrate your like there's a there's a dagger you there are like seven things that you have to have of your own that you consecrate and you give yourself a witch name it's all very make-believe and it's very funny but then you can't no one else can touch this thing and you do you have a journal and you write things in it and I was just like oh that sounds like a lot of work so I just stopped listening to the podcast <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work to be a it witch does. good primer. for you not for me good for you not for me um I'm stealing that totally from Amy Poehler. I love that I'm gonna start using it I, I just sort of feel like yep that sums up because I know I have a lot of different perspectives than um most people in LA probably or sure. maybe not I don't know I run into a lot of people who are, are similar as me but I also just just, um, I don't know, we all have grown up in different ways and formed our opinions about life and had different experiences and what's good for you may not necessarily be for me, but that doesn't mean I'm going to hate on you because of it. I yeah. mean, in to your face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I will totally wait until you leave the room. Yes. Um, or I just look at your Instagram photo and go, Ugh. which I'm sure a lot of people do with me where I'm like, look at me, look, at, here's another picture of me covered in blood. And people Yay. are like, um unfollow unfollow I'm sure they feel that way about my kids too I mean I post a lot of pictures of Chan or at she's least pretty cute though she is pretty cute she's pretty great um, I post a lot of pictures of her and I know there's you know, babies are not for everybody I get it I got it mommy you know talk is not for everybody I get yeah. that too but you know what that's what I'm into and yeah. I love it so much yes so um, suck it up yeah that's something that uh, and I do want to get back to talking about splatter movies however <laughs> um, I this is an so let me back up. You're very excited. I can I love babies. Mm-hmm. I love smelling babies. I love playing with babies. I nannied for a while mm-hmm. after I moved to LA. Um I'm great with kids. I grew up with a very young like an uh, my brother had a kid very young, so I had a nephew who I helped with a lot and um all, but 
I don't really think good for you, not for me. I don't really think I uh, want children. Like ever or are you just yeah. maybe not ready? Yeah. I've learned I'm old enough to understand never say never about mm-hmm. anything because mm-hmm. I've changed my mind about things I never thought I would. So, yeah. however, I don't think it'll happen. But I will say Chris and I said that for a long time. I've never had I kids. love that about it. I think yeah. that's so interesting how long you guys waited. We waited a long time. And then it was just like, it's hard to describe, but it was like something changed in us both about the same time. Yeah. And we both were like, yeah. This sounds like we, you know, we want to expand our family and we want to have, I want to see what a, a little version of Chris would be like or yeah. a little, you know, version of me. And so we, that's why we jumped in. And I in. think that's important, an important thing to remember as a human being is that you just have to be open to wherever life is going to take sure. you. You know, yeah. I, uh, I mean, for example, when Alec and I first like sort of got back together and really knew how serious things were getting we talked about like we'll go back to North Carolina and get married where like maybe in Chapel Hill where we met and it's this whole we got Romantic. and then a few years later like the time rolled around to actually start talking about where we we're gonna get married and we realized LA is home now yeah. and we changed our minds and it it's not funny how LA suddenly becomes your home weird and you've once you've sort of been here long enough where we've been here now it'll be it's 10 years this week as a matter of fact 10 mm-hmm. years wow and we've lived here longer as a married couple than we ever did anywhere else That's that's an important so, threshold to go it over. Totally it's like, is. holy cow. Yeah, now I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Should we just move somewhere else and right. try again? I love LA. Um, yeah, but we love it. This is home for us. But, so, with all that said, like, I don't foresee children. Alec and I both, it's just not something that interests us, at least not right now or for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. However, I have spent... I am I am completely obsessed with. There are a few mommy bloggers I've been following for years. Really, Heather. like who? Years. Uh, well, one of really one of whom, uh, and she's kind of slowed down, and now she posts mostly on Instagram. But there's a girl who had her name is Melissa. She had a blog called Dear Baby, and now now it's called. Uh, brave in love because neither of her kids are baby babies anymore. Oh yeah. But she's also on Instagram and. She just wrote a lot for years and years, yeah. and I obsessively followed that. I have watched, I cannot tell you how many hours of babies coming out of vajays online. <laughs> so many birthing videos. I am, Why I have read everything there is to read about birth, well, childbirth. Like and horror and gore, then birthing videos well, are about as, right? about as right? deep as it can get. But I'm, I am, despite the fact that that's not something I want for myself, I am completely obsessed with and fascinated by that aspect of yeah. the female experience and very like militantly defensive of women's of of um women's uh how the their capability of um of doing all of that and still mm-hmm. pursuing the other things they want sure. to pursue and, and how and, and upset at all the roadblocks that there are. Yeah. And uh, you talked about, I have also obsessively listened to every episode of your podcast before <laughs> I come on. Yay. But like, you know, you, you've talked about how hard it is, you know, suddenly mm-hmm. it's like you've got a kid and you still want to go on your auditions and then you're right. like, what? It, it's so frustrating to me that it our country makes it so difficult. Yeah, it is frustrating. I find though that, at least in this industry, has been a lot more welcoming. That's great. Um, and surprising to and me. And surprising. Yeah, I honestly, I've only had one casting director that kind of made an offhanded comment when one time I had to take Channing with me to an audition. I didn't want to. Right. But my babysitter canceled at the last second. I didn't have a choice. Right. So, so what are you going like, to do? No show to no your work. audition? Yeah, which or you, are you going to bring You can't your do because right. your agent gets pissed. The casting yeah. director gets pissed. You just can't do that. So I had to take her with me. And she's... So great in the audition. She just sits down in her chair and she watches 
And then she says bye to everybody. And I just had one casting director that was like, "Uh, you brought your kid? And I was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. You know, she'll be really quiet. You know, um, she'll just hang out over here if that's okay. And she's like, this seems to be happening a lot. Everybody's just bringing their kids to auditions these days. And I was like, is it happening a lot? Because I mean, I don't... This is the only time I've ever. You're done like, it. this is my yeah, my like, day today. Is that yeah. I couldn't get a sitter. Sorry, I, yeah, I know. I'm not responsible for all the other moms. And then who... I think she realized that she had, was kind of being a little rude. Good. So she... That sounds like a personal vendetta on her part. Yeah, it told. I think it had happened a few times, and I think she was like, all these women are bringing their kids in. What's going on with this? It seems to be a trend. That's what she said. And I was like, well, maybe it's because we're all tired of trying to hide our kids away yes. in an industry that's supposed to be so accepting of arts and family and like this um the welcoming human experience in yeah, general which exactly. of which that is a huge part everybody's so like on this you know feminism and and women empowerment is on this big upswing right now and hollywood seems to be sort of leading the charge with it so you would think that in this industry then that most people would be accepting and honestly except for that one little incident everybody has been that warms my heart yeah it's I been really great that. everybody's so excited to see her so when that happened, though, like I had another audition to take her with and the casting director was like, hi, nice to meet you. What's your name? And like was just so excited to see her. And that just oh. that to me as a mom, like it made me have a better audition. Absolutely. It made me feel more confident what I was doing. And I don't know that she'll ever, you know, know that her being so sweet to my daughter did that for me. Right. So um, it just it makes a big difference. And it's when you're trying to live your dream and you're trying to also be a good mom at the same time it's it's tough and it's but it's fun it's a challenge I'm I'm really enjoying as you can tell yes (laughs) yes and she's adorable thank you I think that's that's what I find interesting about um uh people people from and I'm sure you know these I don't know how many people you keep in touch with from back home as it were Mm. um but for me you know I have no one I grew up with quite understands the what it kind of takes the to make things happen out, here. out yeah. here. And um but they do want to know when's the next time they're gonna see you on TV. Yeah. And they wanna know why they haven't seen you in a movie. Uh, you know, and, and they I go, oh, when are you gonna uh well oh well, you, you live in the life of the rich and famous out there. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but they don't see well, the stuff the, that you have to do yes, behind the like, scenes. And... My Instagram and my Facebook page are not reality. That's, right. That's my highlight reel. For anybody, yeah. And they don't see, you know, me crying all the way home from work because I'm tired and mm-hmm. I've worked seven days in a row and they don't see. And, like, you know, we, we you do it because you love it and it's fine. Right. But, um, yeah, those those they're all they're all in and happy to go like, oh, great, I can't wait to watch you on this TV show. And uh, and they don't see the, that stuff where you're yeah. like struggling to find someone to, to sit for your kid yeah. while you go and then you can't and then you have to take her and then you and you're doing all this for a job that a might tantrum. not happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, but but, you know, who's the whatever. I, I guess it's just it's just a it's, rant. It is a rant. It's, it is. But it's like, I don't know. It's one that I think a lot of moms. Part of the reason why. And, and I know if you've listened to the show, you've heard me say this, that I wanted to do this was to sort of have an outlet for myself to talk about what it's like to try to balance being a mom and this passion that I have for this industry and for acting and whatnot. So, um, and it's also a really great excuse to have people come over to my house and hang yes, out. Yes, and your house is so cute. I told you, I drove up and I was like, what? Are they kidding with this perfect I'm little house? I'm super rich. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> yes. um, no, 
Oh, go ahead. No, you. if you have a question. No, please. I was going to ask you about um, the podcast, about Boys and Ghouls. I want to talk oh, yeah. about Carry On too, but I want to talk yeah. about Boys and Ghouls specifically yes. because um, uh, I've, I don't know if I said, well, I'll probably say it in my intro how we know each other. We were tour mm-hmm. guides at Universal Studios, and um, one of the other people that we know that works there is Marshall. Yeah, Marshall Hicks. <laughs> hey, hey, ho, ho. Hey. Um, Marshall has such a unique wealth of information <laughs> he in his does. head he's like a walking encyclopedia for like life uh-huh for the world yes and um it's so great that you guys do this podcast together how did that begin because i would not have yeah. put you two together no. <laughs> which is why i think it works you know yeah. and by the way I, I must preface all of these funny things i'm gonna say about marshall with he is uh standing up with me at my wedding Aww. i love him that much that's so he's, great yes He's in my wedding party because I, I um what a sweet he's heart. he's a man made, as it were. <laughs> a man of honor. Um because, you know, he's he means a lot to me and that I could go into that. Um but he's one of my best friends and it, it is kind of an unlikely uh, pairing somehow. Yeah. But when we were when I was working at Universal, we I don't know, somehow we struck up we've talked about this like I maybe he remembers the exact moment, but mm-hmm. somehow we got to talk about horror movies. Maybe there was something on in the green room we were watching, I don't know. But we got into a conversation about it. Oh, you like horror movies? I like horror movies. We would talk about it at work. And then at some point, we started hanging out outside of work. We'd get together and watch a scary movie. He'd show me something I'd never seen, some deep cut from the 80s, uh, and then spew encyclopedic knowledge at me. And I loved that. Uh, And then he, I think it was his idea. He was like, hey, you know, we already get together and watch these things and talk about them. Should we just like put it on tape? Like, should we do a podcast? And I loved that idea. Yeah. Because you guys started this way back before the recent upswing in podcasting. Like, we do, right now, we, yeah. Right now, it's just like all the rage. Everybody's doing it, myself included. Yeah, me too. It's all, um, yeah, it's all the rage. But you guys have been doing it for a couple years. A couple right? years. It's been three years and God, some change. That's a long time in podcast land. We, it is. Although we don't release like weekly like you do, it's once a month. And yeah. the editing that Marshall does is pretty labor intensive, which is why we release so, it's on the 13th of every month. We don't, uh, we don't try to, pump more out we, we focus on quality versus quantity simply because he likes to edit in clips and stuff. he does yeah there's a um, lot of sound effects because i wouldn't when yeah. i was starting this i actually messaged him and i was like hey because i had a feeling he was probably doing the editing and stuff yes and i was he like how all are you it. getting away with like all these sound clips and all that and he's like well we don't really make any money off of it so that's how we do it and i was like yeah. oh okay that makes yes. sense yes yes because i want to play key. i would love to be playing like gangster rap yeah, and like of course the hippity hop, filthy. Oh my god, one hundred percent. Because that's my thing. Yeah. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I'm what I love easy. So uh, yeah. like, uh, I was like, how can I get away with that? But I can't. Yeah, that's how we get away with it. We don't we don't monetize. Yeah, it's just for fun. I mean, it, that would be nice to make money off of it. But um, so we started. You know, we started picking different topics, and um, we've never run out of topics. Uh, in, no, totally. in all this time, and we have some somewhere close to forty episodes. It's crazy. We're not there yet. Um. And we just really, uh, and we spend time together outside of that as well. But, you know, it's a way for me to feel, I loved college. It's a way for me to feel uh, creatively and um, 
analytically stimulated. Like I get yeah. to watch a couple of different movies and compare and contrast and read something about them and then, mm-hmm. and, you know, figure out how to talk about it contextually. Ooh, you know, witch trials. How does that relate to and this? Analyze it, like really dig into a topic that you're passionate about. Yes, yeah. and that's why I love doing that. Um, Are you guys doing something special for your Halloween episode? We we always do. Yeah. Um, w- this year we are doing it. Our, epi- our Halloween episode is going to be about haunts like home haunts okay um mostly mostly home haunts i think we'll talk about bigger stuff as well but haunted haunted houses yeah we've done our very first halloween episode was on the john carpenter halloween movie Mm -hmm. then we did an episode about halloween specials so uh your your it's the great pumpkin charlie brown your uh really obscure things like paul lind had a halloween special in the 70s things like that Mm -hmm. um then we did, oh, a history. Last year it was our history of Halloween. So we went back to Celtic, ancient Celtic yeah, Ireland yeah. and did all that. I, getting my life to that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so this year we're doing haunted houses. But one of the other things that, one of the other episodes I wanted to recommend to your listeners and to you mm-hmm. that we did, actually it's kind of a two-parter. We did an episode on Something Wicked This Way Comes, which is a Disney movie based yeah. on a Ray Bradbury book that uh, is totally a kid's movie, but also pretty scary. Yeah. Um, great. And then we had another episode called Still Scary that I was re-listening to actually on my way over here to try to remember what we talked about, which is we were talking about stuff that scared us as kids, but also um, horror-themed, spooky-themed things that are kid-appropriate because yeah. I'm so passionate about kids getting into... When I see a little kid dressed in a Halloween costume like in April... I'm like, you get it. You get it. You have fun, Batman. It makes me really happy, yeah. especially the spookier it is, the better. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we talked about, uh, so if you want to listen to that episode and you're listening to this, go listen to our Boys and Ghouls episode, Still Scary, because I think it's really fun. And we talk about, um, I think we talk about The Worst Witch, which is um, a TV movie that came out in 1980. Oh gosh, I don't know when. 80 the late 80s I think. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Feruja Balk is mm-hmm. it's basically Harry Potter but it's all girls. Yeah. Tim Curry plays like the head warlock and he sings I the song. I vaguely and... remember watching that movie. Yeah. I was not allowed to watch a lot of stuff like that sure. uh, growing up. I yeah. went to um a very religious <clears throat> private school and my mom was very religious, so I never mm-hmm. really got to watch a lot of stuff like that. So um I have been trying actually for a few weeks now to get Robin Lively to come on the show. Why does that sound familiar? She was in Teen Witch. Wait. Yes. Is she the lead? Yes. I've been. I, I want to be the most popular girl. <laughs> yes. Isn't that? I I grew up obsessed. Completely. Obsessed I've with been that trying forever because she's also a mom and she also lives like three blocks from me oh my in Burbank. God. Like you have, yeah. you absolutely have to. So have I'm her. like, I'm trying to get her on the show, but she's not responding to any of my oh. requests. So if anybody knows Robin Lively or is listening to her, hey, come on. That's amazing. Come on, my show. That's another. Like, we're like one. neighbors, basically. But yeah, I would love to have her on because also I just want to see the look of joy on Jen Blushy's face. Oh, sure. Jen Blushy is such a huge fan of that movie. It's and a I'm, great movie. It's selfishly, Jen is a friend of ours, and I just sort of selfishly would like to be like, Jen, come uh, and, <laughs> and have her like sit in and listen. Jen is I so think sweet. She, she does my hair, that. you know. Does she really? <laughs> the <laughs> last great. few times, yeah. She This color is, is all Jen Blushy. Jen Blushy, uh, makeup and hair. She's very fabulous. She's great. Stylist. She's really fun. Uh, but yeah, I would love to have oh, Robin Lively on. Oh, that's amazing. I love Teen Witch. Yes. Yes. But that was yeah. one of those movies that was like about a witch, but it wasn't like um, 
scary. It was yes. very sweet. Like Hocus Pocus to me was yes. not scary, but it's really sweet, no. fun movie. And that's why that's w- part of what we talk about on uh, on our episode about that about kids and horror is like you know no this is more like spooky themed things but they're not s- scary per se yeah um like frank and weenie frank you know the, weenie, the, yeah. the i wasn't a huge fan of the feature mm-hmm. that I, just came I out i think it was just okay but the original uh like 30 minute live action thing that that tim burton did um back in the 80s it was mm-hmm. really fun um do you like tim burton stuff yeah yeah sure i mean there's some clunkers for me mm-hmm. but um yeah i mean i was just re-watching beetlejuice and it, uh. get, it's, it gets better every See, time beetlejuice to me isn't i don't know i guess some people could think of it as a scary movie i guess it had scary elements but to me it was a comedy absolutely and yeah. that's that's part of like what you know people go like why do you like all that gross stuff and it's for me yes i do watch those films to keep mm-hmm. myself educated i've seen all of the saw films i watched them all for a boys and ghouls episode and right. i had nightmares and but for me things like beetlejuice that are not particularly scary but there are spooky characters yeah. and the themes and the look of it is, it's is such spooky. a great idea I love that yeah it was such an original idea too alec and i were talking about that um when we when i we were re-watching it recently he was like gosh it's such a genius idea and he was like coming on the heels of because when did beetlejuice come out 88 89 yeah they're coming on the heels of like ghostbusters which had been hugely popular and i I guess ghostbusters 2 i don't remember if that had come out at that point but Uh ghosty stuff was a thing at the time yep and then you know you can imagine the concept the the thought process must have yeah (laughs) gone something like huh what if you know the log line is like what if the ghosts are trying to get rid of the people and then how do we how do we craft that story? And then it goes from there. But it's, it is really a simple and genius idea. Really, that you really like, smart. I, wish I thought of that. And like visually, just so fun. Like there's never been a more classic scene than that. Um, uh, the shake Sonora at the end, oh but gosh. then the dinner table yes. scene where they're all dancing. Dance. I was talking to Alec about that, and I was like, "What a fun thing as an actor to play, which is so fun. You're dancing. Your body is dancing, but you're." Uh, scared because you're out of control of your body, but you're also having a great time. Right. Which right. and they're all playing that really well, and each of those actors does it in their own way, and like some of them are completely horrified by it. And to watch someone, their face not matching their body, like their body's doing a funny dance, and yeah. their face is complete. It's genius. So smart. It just gets better every time. Well, I love. I I like the. Um, Halloween event itself. I love getting dressed up. That's, I guess, yes. the actor side of me. Yes. I love now that I have a little person that I can dress up and, like, make her wear whatever. Although this yes. year she's kind of kind of given us an idea of what she wants to wear for Halloween. But um, I love – I can't cannot reveal. I, don't oh, want, I love that you're being secretive I don't, about it. I don't want everyone to steal that our idea. That makes me so happy. <clears throat> it's really not – it's really more something that's for her. Sure. She's got some passions right now as a two-year-old. Great. So we're going to kind of go with those. Um, Have you taken her to Boney <clears throat> Island? What is that? What oh my that gosh. sounds familiar. You must know Boney Island. Do you know about Boney Island? No. Um, it is a front yard haunt. Oh my God, you have to take her this year. I'm going to pressure you because it's it's magic is it it like a walk through yeah oh yes i have heard of that yeah yeah yeah, i have must you simply must go it's in burbank okay and you can google it and find out the address very easily but the guy who owns the house it's like a corner lot so he's got a really cool big yard and a giant tree house um that you can pay a little extra i think and actually go in i've never done it but um 
It's a. It's not a haunted house. It's a just a front yard display. Right. Right. But um, it is so amazing. The guy who lives there, I believe, used to work on The Simpsons for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, so the resources, the creativity, you know, it's all there. But Boney Island, the title of that is based on Coney Island. It's yeah, a play on yeah. that, those words. So the idea is that it's like a carnival kind of but it's all run by skeletons yeah and they're all very they all have very funny faces and there are different things you can go to like there's one there's a skeleton that's like a talking skeleton that will talk to you of course there's a guy somewhere a ways away with a microphone watching the people but you feel like you're talking to the skeleton Cute. there there's p- parts where they dance there's a uh, there's a water show with cauldrons to um so I forget the name of the classical music piece that you, but that uh, like green goo comes out of them. It's totally family oriented and a completely Halloween spectacular. I love it. You, it's so you, you, kids. I, I love watching kids when I'm there because they're all just like, whoa, whoa. How's he doing that? There's I think like a she would love it. silly yeah. display of one skeleton walking over hot coals. Mm-hmm. And it's just a running thing where he's like on st- strings and he's walking. And you can just hear him going, oh, ah, ah. And like, <laughs> you know, his feet are coming up. Oh, my gosh. So it's, it's so silly and fun. hard to explain until we'll you see go. it. But it's yeah. pure silly I think family I've seen fun. news reports about it. You before. probably have. Um, They've been doing it for years and it's so, it's so much fun. Well, definitely, as she's getting older, she's sort of understanding things like that more. Like yeah. this year's Christmas, I think it's going to be really great because she's finally going to be like, ah, I get She it. knows what's coming. Yeah. You can talk to her about it. Yeah. Like, do you know what's going to happen? She's still going to Santa, I think, no matter what. That poor guy. Santa is a big gonna be a while personality before. with a big beard and Mm -hmm. it can be scary yeah it's gonna be a while before she embraces that guy but we'll get there um so i want to talk to you about your other podcast because you have two you Mm -hmm. have boys and ghouls yeah with marshall hicks yeah and then you have carry on yeah which i don't know why i forgot about that but when it somehow popped up in my um my instagram feed or something and i was like oh my god that's right yeah all about sex in the city yes uh you 100 are invited to come why aren't you going to be on that show? No, no, no. I mean, like, the oh, actual show. Oh, to be on the show. Yeah, I'm don't so get me sad started. I will never, ever get to be on Sex and the City. Get, don't get me started. <laughs> there was a, there was, we were laughing about it a few episodes ago. My friend, I think my friend Daniel pointed out that we were, we were looking at this guest star on the show, and she was very good. Mm-hmm. And her, like, one credit was Sex and the City. And then it was, like, the little IMDb description was, like, you know, her name, Heather Brooker, was uh, is known for her work on Sex and the City. And we were like, wow, if that was my only thing I was known for, I'd be fine. Winning at life. I'd be just fine. Like but I'm yeah, we, we are the one and only somehow Sex and the City that podcast. That surprises me. Which, I mean, when you think about the fact that the show went off the air like 11 years ago, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, well, sure. But um, we... You know, but there's been the movies. But, but also, we, I feel like anybody now creates a podcast about anything. It's like, oh, I'm going to talk about my shoe. So yeah. I'm going to create the shoe podcast. And, and, and sometimes just, the shoe podcast is very popular. It's doing well. I know. Yeah. What is that about? It's, people are creating podcasts now out of the dumbest, most benign things. And that have been, there's like a million other podcasts and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's like everybody's has access to a mic. Um, and recording equipment, it's super easy to do it. Yeah. So, um, but, but I think yours, we do though, it pretty well. You do. We, we do. So what we, st- we started with season one, episode one, we watched you the pilot. To, yeah. 
Uh, so the format is, and it, I would love for you, I, with a kid, I know it's tough, but you know, I would love for when we get to the Miranda pregnancy baby stuff oh, yeah. to have you on, just to talk about being a mom and how her struggle, whatever. Sure. Um, but also just because you're funny, m- more importantly. More importantly, um, mostly. Because <laughs> what we do is we have our guests come on, they come over to our apartment, we watch whatever episode we're on mm-hmm. with them, and then as soon as we're done watching the episode together and having a glass of wine we pour another glass of wine and then we watch then we sit down and just talk about the episode and right. generally how that goes is we'll we'll talk about the things that happen in it of course we talk about what the ladies are wearing if it's particularly ridiculous or great and we talk about a lot of it centers around what um how would this have gone down differently in um 2015 versus what this this came out in 1999 you know what would this yeah. have been like it would this have been a text conversation instead you know, I know that's things one like thing that. when I'm rewatching them I'm like why are they not texting each other I know I know and then I remember oh cuz this came out like a thousand years ago and we talk about that and we we also talk about uh we ca- Alec usually steers it towards the issues that are coming up in each episode as a launch pad for talking about our our own experiences and our lives mm-hmm. and dating and marriage and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think it makes for a really fun combination. It's totally of, like, a fun show. We're, yeah. su- we're super fans of the show as yeah. well. And we know every episode inside yeah. and out. So it's fun to have an excuse to watch them if and talk about them. If it's ever on E, I'll just watch it. Yep. Like, I will, that's one of those shows where I'm just like, sweet, Sex and City Marathon. Sorry. I know what I'm doing today. I don't have anything else going on. Yeah, not even though anymore. I have them on DVD and I know I can get them, like, uh, yeah. I don't know if you can get them on demand or not, actually. But, um, yeah, I'll just sit and watch them. But you know what's almost the best thing about watching them on E is seeing, if you know the episodes really well, is watching what they have to what do they, yeah, to cut. Yeah, what they cut it out. Oh, yeah. God. The funky spunk scene is my oh, favorite. The, the scene after, the, the coffee shop scene when she's yeah. telling the girls about it is like, what I don't are, know, 10 seconds long. And it's like a four-minute scene, yeah, but they but can't show any of it. But what word does she use? Because she used, they bleep out her, where she doesn't say spunk. They she does it out. I I don't remember, which they is terrible. Out something else. They use something else where she's like, his... It's embarrassing. His stuff. I think it's, she says... It's probably his stuff. His stuff is funky. And I'm like, his stuff? Yeah. It makes me wonder... My, my mother, to this day, I'm almost positive, has never seen an unedited version of oh, an Sex episode of Sex and City. She's only ever seen it on E! And I'm like, oh my God, the stuff... Watch. Like, it's so sanitized. You got to watch the OG. You got to watch the original. Yeah, it's so great. Um, So since you have two podcasts, obviously you like the podcast medium. I love it. Um, Why is it, do you think it's so popular lately? Like, what do you, what do you think is the draw there? I, well, we live in, on a different planet that is the greater Los Angeles area mm-hmm, um, where all of us are in our cars all the time. So I don't know if that's true for everyone everywhere, but I know for me, I got turned on to podcasts and I'm also an, uh, an avid listener of podcasts. Yeah. I do, I have two of them, but I also listen to them all day long. And I think a lot of that is because we're so isolated in our, uh, in our cars a lot. I know I am. Mm-hmm. And it's a great, it's the perfect thing. You you don't have to be bored or angry in your car. You're accomplishing something, which is listening to something great. Right. Uh, for me, I guess that's part of it. And I don't know if that's true for people elsewhere. But um, I think there's just something... The medium is, it makes people feel really accessible. Yeah. Um, you, I like it because you have to use your imagination to picture what you're seeing or especially if it's storytelling. Right. Um, 
But, uh, you know, I think with, with TV production and film production, a lot of stuff has gotten so expensive to do yeah. that now you've got, uh, you've got these little gems here that are podcasts that are really generally inexpensive to produce unless mm-hmm. you're doing something like Serial. Yeah. Um, and now we have, we have these gifts. Like Alec Baldwin has a podcast. Have you listened to his podcast? No. He has, what's his? It's called Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin. <gasps> That's amazing. And he, in, he interviews people. He, he did an episode with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. That's mind-blowing. It's so good. And he gets these A-listers mm-hmm. quite often. And sometimes it's policymakers. Right, sometimes right. it's actors. Sometimes it's musicians. But he, because he's Alec Baldwin and They're he's like A-list, yeah, they, yeah, just, yeah. they just talk to him. Yeah. Like he's, you know, and it's so accessible. And it's free. And it's right there. And I think we also just, none, nobody has any money right now. So it's so nice to have a have something free that's thing. Free. Yeah, I think there's going to come a time when someone is going to start making people pay for a podcast because they're Mm -hmm. realizing businesses are going to start realizing that there's money to be made. Yeah. And, um, every, nothing is free for long, you know, and it's such a shame somehow, you know, I don't know how they could though, because like I put mine on my website as well. And unless somebody makes me, you know, I mean, we pay for our media hosting services, obviously, but like, unless somebody, makes me pay to put information out there. I don't know how they could do that. But I would be curious to see how in the next 10 years, whether it's going to sort of fade away and kind of be this fad that's happening right now or if podcasting is going to, like, grow even more. Like, I'm such a competitive person, though, that every time I see a podcast come... Since I started my podcast, there's, like at least a dozen more that have popped up with the name Motherhood in it. Like, um, and they'll be, like, side by side in the kids and family section or, you know, whatever. So... Like, one podcast, even, like, almost word for word, like, wrote what I wrote in my description. And I was like, hey. Yeah, and I was like, hey, wait a minute. I have a friend who is a fitness blogger. Mm -hmm. She just started almost a year ago. Um, and her, uh, she she goes to different classes in uh, fitness classes almost every day of the week in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and she writes about it on her blog. And she has an Instagram account. She's got like three thousand followers now. Mm-hmm. They're very dedicated followers. Mm-hmm. She's, um, but she's seen people who are one hundred percent, literally word for word, copying her yeah. and making so. And, it happens. And unfortunately, the mother, the the mommy blogger slash motherhood genre of, of uh-huh. entertainment is there is a lot of money there to be is, made and yeah. so people want to piggyback when they see someone sure. doing something well sure um the other thing and i think you do it well like i think uh th- there are people who jump into this kind of thing without doing their research yeah that's know? what i've noticed is when i listen to some of these other shows they just don't sound no, very good. i'm totally podcast banging on someone right now but they just some of them don't sound good i'm like what are you doing are you recording this on your cell phone right and the like, thing is it's, it's <laughs> yes you do have to invest a little money but it's not that expensive get a good microphone you right. don't have to spend more than a hundred dollars if you really can't right. mm-hmm. um and you know just pay attention and do your research and like you you've done great research on your guests before mm-hmm. they come on like you and you I just think it's it's yes those copycats are going to crop up but if you're putting out great work then right. it doesn't matter right but the other thing I've noticed about uh, monetizing is that there are podcasts that I'll listen to for months and months and they, they what, un, 
good or bad when they take off and become very popular yeah they will start getting uh you um they will have to start collecting money to yeah. help pay for it because of the hosting fees yes like there's one i there's a true crime one i listen to called the sword and scale that's okay uh some of the time and great some of the time but it got so popular that the guy's like, I've been, this has been my full-time job in addition to my full-time job for about a year. Mm. If I'm going to keep doing this and pouring the amount of time that I'm pouring into it, I, you know, I really need it's your help, especially if yeah. you're all really listening. Can you just toss a dollar? And like when I hear that, I, it's terrible. But my first response is like, oh, damn it. But uh, but I also really believe in people need yeah. people making money, living their truth and their lives and yeah. their like creative pursuits. Like I want you to make a lot of money on this yeah. podcast because like <laughs> me too. But you know you're you're it's um it's legitimately a business and a you're providing yeah. entertainment. It does take up advice. a lot of time with all the social media stuff and the Doesn't and the it? tweeting everybody and the Instagramming and also too my, my thing is and I told Chris this is when I stop having fun with it then I'm going to just wrap it up and call sure. it sure because I am having a lot of fun. I get to talk to really cool and interesting people. I get to take silly pictures and videos of myself and my daughter mm-hmm. and like we're, I'm just having fun with it. But when it stops becoming fun and I feel like it starts becoming like, oh, my God, I have to do the podcast or sure. whatever, um, then I might need to reevaluate some things. But we're, we're far from that. Even if you do reach that point a year mm-hmm. from now or whenever, it won't have been a wasted pursuit because no. it, you've then captured a moment in time. Yeah. Uh, it's permanent. It lives on. You've got these, you know, the co- these great conversations with people mm-hmm. that you can, you can play for Channing when she gets older and go right. like, this is the – you inspired mommy to yeah. sort of like wanna wanna talk to people about this time in their lives. Yeah, and get, I you really know. love that. That's, that's such great. a sweet sentiment. I, I actually hadn't even thought about that, sure. but that's a really well, lovely I think, sentiment. I know that personally. I think about my mom now, and I think, um, uh, wh- I wish the older I get, and the more I think about who my mom was when she was my age now, mm-hmm. and those kinds of things, I go like, God, what I what I wouldn't give to get in a time machine and go back and just like watch her be herself at yeah. 30 or whatever yeah and this is the closest thing that i mean she'll kind of have that yeah like for she'll go like oh this is what my mom was doing and she's got hours of you yeah. just talking to people and being funny and, and talking smart. about her and she will even get to see her. me like have one or two lines on tv shows yes no really that's awesome <laughs> every too. once in a while I'll be like hey there's my mom oh there nope she's gone that's pretty fun <laughs> that's pretty fun too um, I want to talk to you really quick about your viral craziness yeah. with your proposal video and your engagement photos. So um, for those of you who don't know, um, stop listening. What's wrong with you? You should know. <laughs> you should have Googled this shit already. No. For those of you who don't know, um, Kat's uh, proposal video involved, um, I don't want to say, a, I guess, a recreation of Halloween. Kind of. Yeah. It, tell uh, me yeah. about that. Yeah. So uh, I last year. So this was almost a, almost a year ago at this point. People mm-hmm. keep congrats. It's like I've gotten engaged all over again because when everything went viral, people were like, "Oh my god, congratulations!" Well, because like, it seemed like it all it just did. happened. It did. But uh, this was back in October of last year, um, the day before my birthday. Uh, two of my very best friends, um, Matthew and Daniel, told me dressed like Laurie Strode which is Jamie Lee Curtis's character from Halloween, mm-hmm. which, of course, they know that I have, like, high-waisted jeans and the shirt, and mm-hmm. I've dressed like her for Halloween before. So they were like, put on your Laurie Strode costume. We're going to kidnap you and do stuff. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, I know what they're going to do. It's the day before my birthday. They're going to take me to go, like, take pictures 
in Pasadena and in Hollywood, the filming locations, which I visited before. But I was like, what a fun thing. Like, it's October. Let's go do that. And um, Alec had been very secretive about some stuff leading up to that time. But I had no idea it had anything to do with a proposal because it was leading up to my birthday. So you thought he was planning something for your birthday. That's what he told me. Yeah. Hey, now your birthday's coming, and it was my thirtieth birthday. So, so there was a reason was a for it something. to be an extra special. That's birthday. pretty smart, yeah. So total red herring. So my friends pick me up. I'm like birthday. I leave Alec at my apartment with our friend Ricky. They're gonna go shopping for something for the apartment. He has Ricky is like his side boyfriend, <laughs> um, and it's fine. Our apartment looks great because Ricky's helping. Um, leave them. We go to Hollywood. Uh, look at the filming locations. Take pictures. I'm like, I knew they were gonna do this. It's magic. And then we go over to South Pasadena where the original filming locations uh, for some of the other places are, including the Myers house. And so my friend, uh, my, my friends are, they're walking me around and they say, um, oh, we're going to go up to this corner where Jamie Lee Curtis waits with a pumpkin. You know, there's a scene where her friend Annie picks her up and I'm like, oh my God, amazing. I've never been to that corner before. So we go see that corner and then we're walking around. He's like, okay, I'm going to take you to the next place. And completely unsuspecting, we, we, we start down a block of a beautiful, it's almost twilight. Yeah. It's gorgeous. You guys should time watch the video if you get a chance. Go a look it up video. on, it's on YouTube, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You just have to you, YouTube search Halloween proposal. Halloween proposal. Right and, um, and then uh, they, the cue for Alec to come out um, was we were chanting this chant from the movie that the cheerleaders <laughs> I can't chant. believe you did My all of that. My friends are so it's but and the thing is people commented later on the YouTube video they were like this is totally staged. I'm like yeah obviously like not me but the rest of them staged right, it. Right right. Because it's a proposal and they filmed it. People on the internet are stupid. They're stupid. But uh, and then my fiance popped out dressed as Michael Myers and scared me. Like I was frightened. Yeah. I scream. And then, uh, and then he goes back around the corner, and I keep walking, and he's down on one knee. And so, but Love the it. way it all went viral is that um, back in July of this year, Alec told me we he didn't want to do. I I didn't really want to do something conventional for engagement photos. I was like, whatever. And he goes, can we do Back to the Future like a photo, like a recreation? And I was like, for our engagement photo, he was like, yes. And I said, okay. Okay. And so we did. We uh, we spent money and time and um, put together the costumes. And Where did you decided. shoot it? Like in a studio? Ricky, Our friend Ricky's studio. Oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. And he's, did he do like all of the touch-up and the, like, yes, the glow and the amazing. lighting? Because everything about that shot, like the the glow on the cheeks and the hand and the watch and the car and all of that matched yeah. perfectly. Well, and he's a great photographer. His, I should say our friend Ricky Middlesworth. And um, he you should follow him on Instagram. He's amazing. But, uh, yeah, he's just smart and good at his job. And he does, uh, you know, he did all the lighting really well and photographed a miniature DeLorean that we bought mm-hmm. and, you know, lit that perfectly and then put it all together. And I don't know, it's witchcraft. I actually think Ricky's a witch. <laughs> he's the witch. I don't know how he does it. But um, so I put that photo online because I thought, quite because frankly, it's awesome. it's awesome. And I was having kind of a sad day. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to put this online and strangers will tell me how cool it is. And I'll feel better about myself. Uh- and they did, and then it went viral. Yeah. Um, 
So wait, you had not posted it before then, or did you just get them and you we, were like, I'm going to share it? We had taken it, and we were going to use it for our wedding invitations. And then we did oh, use I it see. for our wedding invitations. But so we were just kind of sitting on this image yeah. that uh, we weren't sure when we were going to put it online, but it was for our wedding invitations. Because the response when you did finally put it online was absolutely crazy yeah. bananas. Yes. Like, you were on um, morning shows. <laughs> yeah. You were on, like, BuzzFeed did articles about you, E! Online, um... BuzzFeed had us into their offices. We did an interview with them. Yeah, it was absolutely Good Morning America. Well, and then, so what happened is the picture started going viral. Then someone asked on Reddit about my proposal, like, what was that like? And I posted a link to the private YouTube video because oh, I oh so you had not made that video no, private it or public it was totally private for 10 months oh wow I, because we'd shared it with friends and family but why didn't you want to share it initially I, was, I ugly cried in it and also <laughs> which is fine but when it first happened watching it was so raw for me yeah it's hard to explain it was just very personal it yeah. felt like a very personal moment yeah totally that uh, didn't I didn't feel like having people I didn't really know and care about see it just because I was like no this is our thing but after almost a year once people started asking I was like all right I'll I'll post this link because it's fun and I'm over feeling that initial awkward about it yeah yeah and then that took off and went way more viral than the proposal photo oh, the did engagement it? photo yes so like really what the video took hold and everyone maybe it was the time of year I don't know but people were like everyone and their mothers were sharing it and going like I mean I watched women share it on Facebook and go Larry if you ever do anything like this to me I'll kill you you know just uh, like you could hear them typing in that accent I could hear them typing in that accent (laughs) that's just the way it is and it was fun. It was fun. for like three days. It was kind of tr- it was it was the top trending. It seemed item like it was Facebook. more than three days. Like it seemed like it was like weeks of like oh, and now I'm on Good Morning America. Oh, and now I'm in the BuzzFeed office. I kind oh, of count like when crazy. it when, when it stopped trending on Facebook. I was like, well, it's over. And then we were on Good Morning America, but that was for, yeah. as part of a bigger segment. Yeah, it was more about like unusual proposals, proposals yeah. and stuff like that. Also, they didn't have you on nearly as enough. You only no. said like one line, and I was like, excuse me. And I'm almost I positive the only reason they even interviewed us is because we were we live in LA and all the other people had these engagement photos, but they were probably from all over the country, and, and we were the wanna... only ones who lived close enough to have for them to send a camera guy to our apartment. But also, your engagement photo was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, like it was, it was cool. really phenomenal. Yeah, what a great way to like start off the rest of your life with someone with such great memories. Do you think that you have like the ex- expectation now? Um, to follow up with something equally spectacular for your wedding? I did when everything was viral, but now the the internet moved on pretty quickly. They do. Yeah. Uh, it went on for much longer than I thought it would. Yeah. Like, uh, one day would have been fun, but, like, three days and then and then a couple weeks later, I mean, we're still, we're still, I just got it, we just got an email from The Knot yesterday, the website, thenot.com, uh-huh. yeah. it's a wedding website, because they're doing a piece on something a proposal or engagement photo or something and then so you know it's still kind of here and there um but during all of that in every interview people were like so what should we expect for the wedding I'm like I don't know what are you gonna pay for right exactly that's kind of my I didn't say that but in my mind I'm like okay yeah what do you I appreciate that they um think that they should expect something big and fun but it's like the proposal Alec pulled together with our friends and it costs it cost nothing for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the engagement photo, you know, we pulled together and we had the help of an amazing photographer. But it's kind of like 
Well, you know, I can't really get a DeLorean-shaped helicopter <laughs> to, like, fly onto the roof and pick us up after our wedding. Like, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah. Um, Do they nor make does anyone else. DeLorean-shaped helicopters? They should. Somebody should. But They uh, make hoverboards now, so someone do. get on that. And the lace-up, the self-lacing shoes yeah. are coming out later this year, I think. Crazy. Anyway, I don't, you know, I think our wedding's going to be pretty t- Pretty, it'll be very special to us. Of course, for sure. it should be. But yeah. um, I think you can't I think get people married for the internet. Yeah. The, yeah, I think people overestimate the value, the the tangible value of having something go viral. It really doesn't mean anything other than we have great fun articles to print and hang in our house now. See, that's what I've always wondered is because there's a big push right now in entertainment for actors and actresses to find a way to make a name for themselves online, Uh whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, Vine, whatever, because producers and directors are going to these Vine stars and giving them jobs in television that should go to well-trained actors and actresses. Such mixed feelings about all So whenever somebody goes viral for a hot second or has like, you know, any kind of street cred and like cred on the internet, I'm always curious to know what that actually translates to into their career. Mm-hmm. Was your agent and manager getting calls immediately to book you on TV shows? No. I was <laughs> I was I was in the process of changing um, my I don't have a manager right now, but I was in the process of changing my agency. I had just signed with a new agent and I did send him an email and I was like, "Hey, FYI, I have no idea if anything's going to come from this, but here are a couple of articles. This is starting to pick up steam. Uh, we've got digital representation for our proposal video, which uh-huh. we did. We did secure that, which ended up being fruitless because it didn't, you know, it, it, I think it's only at this point got like 300,000 or no, maybe like seven. It's not even hit a million hits. Yeah. And a lot of other ones have like 10 million. So that didn't pan out. But I sent my agent an email and he was like, cool. And it was cool, but nothing. I was even willing to, I had these ideas in my head. I was like, okay, if anyone approaches me, here's my pitch is that we do a, um, a creative proposal television show and I'll host it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not really that into hosting, but there are, there's more than one way to skin a cat and it would be an entertainment job and it would be something that I could really wrap my hands around, I think, and do something fun with. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's my pitch. And that's what I was waiting. I was like, if anyone comes to me and says like, you know, like, hey, this is crazy. Oh, do you have any ideas? That would have been my, (laughs) my idea. It would have been like, I can help, you know, if people have really fun ways they want to propose to their, how much fun would that job be? Yeah. Like helping grooms plan. I feel like that could be like, um, not a TLC show, but maybe like a Bravo show. Yes. Uh, uh, or, um, uh, what, I mean, what's, what's yeah, isn't Say Yes like to the Dress on, Spike. on TLC? Spike is for I feel dudes. like Bravo. What's what's the show, what's the channel that I've seen uh, this this competition? It's called Four, Four Weddings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that show? TLC. Is that on TLC? So yeah. maybe it's a TLC show, but I feel yeah. like it could be like an E show, like e. a little more. Yeah, uh, or VH1. Energy. Does VH1 yeah. still exist? I don't think I've watched VH1 I don't forever. Know. They just started doing some stupid programming. Like, I can't. It just got stupid. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was curious to know, like, how that sort of I got a dozen you. roses from yeah. Pro Flowers. But that's only because <laughs> they were in the middle of a, a campaign in August um, where they were sending all kinds of women 
a dozen roses and just saying like live your it was like hashtag live your love or I don't remember but they were just doing that a lot to drum up interest in their business and like have okay. women but so I was like I felt really special when they were like we're gonna send you flowers and, the, and I started looking at the hashtag I was like oh they're sending everyone flowers I didn't right get now. flowers well you should know you're special. Well, I got a free dozen roses, and uh, car- the card that came with it had a lot of misspellings on it. So oh, you should be really jealous. Dear. Oh, I blame the, the worst. I blame the florist they had deliver them, oh, not them. But still, that's terrible. Um, but they were sweet, and that's really it, tangibly, other than just all the fun. Do you and Alec though feel like you want to follow up with anything else? Do you want to take this sort of um, moment in time, not necessarily for your wedding, but like um, this name recognition that you have, and maybe launch it into something else is there like youtube videos you want to create is there stuff you want to do i know we talked about periscope and snapchat a little bit but i don't know how much of a shelf life those would have but is there anything you guys are thinking about doing are you just so like focused on the wedding right now we're so focused on the wedding right now but as you're saying that i'm like i i think alec is so uh very focused on he's entered a new kind of a new phase of his career and that's fantastic and Mm -hmm. i'm I'm open to a lot of different things. So, you know, I'm kind of thinking as you're asking me that, I'm like, well, you know, if E doesn't want to come knocking, like I could always, I mean, making something for YouTube is not that difficult. Like I could always do my own proposal, creative proposal show. Contact, find grooms who want to propose and help them make it happen. Yeah, there's so many things like that that are now getting discovered and now getting put on TV. Yeah. I don't know if you listened to episode five with my friend Rich Keith who produced Significant Mother, the CW's yes, new show. Yes, I did. It started as a web series. That's nuts. That the CW was like, this is really good. We're going to put it on our network. And now he's the executive producer and co-creator of a freaking TV show. That's wild. So I feel like we live in, in a time where those viral moments, if you use them well and you um, have the time and opportunity to to do it, just like could launch you into something else. Yeah. I don't know that the average Vine star, YouTube star that's like making dick around videos is going to right. have anything from it. But because you are an actress as well, right. there could be something there. There could be. So I want to that's encourage you to fun. do it. Yes. Get on it. So then you can come back on my show and be yeah. like, I'm a really big star. I'm now. really important now. And I'm a huge it's star. It's all thanks to you, Heather. I thanks know. for the little the little people <laughs> thanks for having me on your little show oh. um but thank you so much for coming on the show uh, it today. was truly a pleasure and yeah. we'll have you on carry on yeah please as soon do as possible. that'd be a lot of fun um so where can people find out more information about you do you have a website i don't have a website but they can follow you on twitter oh yeah i mean i'm on imdb you can look at you know things i've done like sex sent me to the er you know <laughs> shakespearean endeavors like that right 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 um i did just film a movie with uh Jenny Garofalo, though she's not in any scenes with me, that's but she's okay. in the same movie I'm in. It's that's called awesome. The Happies. The Happies. Okay. Uh, and that's it's a little independent movie that's I think gonna probably be making festival circuits for a while. But I'm very proud of being yeah, involved in that. You should be. That's um, fantastic. But I'm on Instagram at All Hallows Cat. I'm oh. on Twitter at underscore All Hallows Cat. Don't I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I hate the underscore. Um <laughs> And I'm on, uh, you know, I'm on Facebook and you can find my podcasts on Facebook and, yeah, and just iTunes. Google any of these things. And we're on iTunes. For yeah, free. go to iTunes and find uh, Boys and Ghouls yeah, with Kat and Marshall. And then also look up Carry On. It is the only Sex in the City fandom podcast, yes, right? Is the it only is the one. only. And it's very, and so it's very not safe for work. We have really fun 
filthy conversations. Uh, it's it's very no holds barred. I so love it's a lot it. Of, very different from I Boys like and Ghouls is like that's what's, fun, and we try not to curse on it. And, oh, really? Uh, most of the time. Well, Sometimes that's what's I'll great about podcasts is that you can swear it up. Yes. Fuck. I like to cuss a lot. <laughs> it's my favorite thing, actually. <laughs> I've, I've really been holding back today for no good reason, because I no. didn't need to. It just didn't come up. But no, like, usually I'm swear. A sa- I'm a, like a sailor. I'm going to look forward to putting the E for explicit next uh-huh. to this podcast. Yes. Um, but I've had a lot of fun, so I'm so glad me you too. got to come by. Thank you for having me. Yay. And congratulations again Thanks. on the upcoming wedding. I can't wait to see all We're the pictures. Pretty excited. No pressure. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> they're going to be beautiful. I've seen the dress. It's gorgeous. Yay. But I will not describe it for anybody. No. Um, I'll kill you. Yeah, please. And feel free. I would kill me too. <laughs> um, so thanks so much for listening, you guys. And um, we have more exciting shows coming up throughout the month of October. So uh, make sure you check out Cats uh, Boys and Ghouls Halloween special. Uh, it's coming out on October 13th. Uh, make sure you look for that on iTunes and also on their Boys and Ghouls. I think they're on Podbean, right? Yep. Yeah, go and check that out as well. And um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's MIH Podcast. Also on Instagram, Motherhood in Hollywood, and on Facebook at Motherhood in Hollywood. I hope you guys are having a great week and picking out all of your Halloween costumes. I can't wait to see them. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Mama Funny. Balls. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to Geico.com and you could save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your moves. Danny, I just figured out that if I switch to Metro PCS, I get two Samsung Galaxy phones free. Cool, Dad. And I could be a super dad with two free Samsung Galaxy phones and call myself Double Galaxy Man. Or you could give the second phone to your sidekick. Yeah, I guess I could do that. That's right. Two free Samsung Galaxy On5 smartphones are all yours when you switch to Metro PCS. Metro PCS. Wireless figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. 